Sidney Crosby should be in the conversation for the Hart Trophy, says Mike Sullivan. If Genny Malkin is having a pretty nice overall bounce-back kind of year, Chris Letang just returned from a stroke. The storylines with this team are such that, well, I'm not sure their most consistent player is getting the love that he deserves. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. It'll be Penguins versus Stars tonight at PPG Paints Arena. That's a 7.08 p.m. faceoff. I'll be there covering it for DK Pittsburgh Sports. And I will be keeping the same eye that I usually do on number 67. And that's not giving him any special attention because the truth is Ricard Raquel earns that attention. If you watch the games with a little bit of an eye that favors possession and possession-like traits, and I've been that way my whole life when it comes to the beautiful sport of hockey, Raquel is your guy. That is not to take even a shred away from Sid, Gino, Tang, or anybody else on the team. I even mentioned Jake Gensel and all the goals that he's got. But when it comes down to pure consistency, there is no one on this roster who has been pretty much the same guy night after night after night the way Raquel has. I mean, the numbers are there, too. I'm not making it sound like he's not getting anything done. He's got 12 goals. That's third most on the team. He's got 19 points. That's fourth most on the team. 12 of those points have come in the past 14 games alone, almost a point a game pace. And if the advanced analytics are your thing, Raquel's got a doozy. He's been on the ice for 30 five-on-five goals. Doesn't mean he's figured in on them. He's been on the ice for 30 of them. That is the sixth highest total in the entire National Hockey League among all players. Generally speaking, you're doing something right if your team is getting goals around you all the time. And that's what's happened. That's what he's brought. I could get into the minutia. I could get into the little plays that he makes, particularly in the offensive zone, but he's adept in the defensive zone. He's good on the transition. In fact, the one thing about Raquel that stands out is that maybe with the exception of his release, his shot release, there isn't anything that stands out, meaning from the other traits that he's got. And I got to tell you, you know what they say about not being able to fully appreciate a player until he's on the team that you're watching the most? I always liked Raquel's game in Anaheim, and that's why I went to bat for the trade immediately. But I had no idea. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across Western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. 
for those in need. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. Do yourself a favor, especially if you're at the game tonight or any time that you attend uh, in person. Hockey is not a TV sport. I say that lovingly. It's just not. They were supposed to find a way to have it finally translate to the masses uh, once HD TV came in, once widescreens got wider and bigger. It's helped a little bit, but it has not made hockey TV friendly. When you go to the games and you can isolate on a player, sometimes an opposing player. I've done that to a couple of guys in the league that I really, really enjoy watching. I'm reminded of how grateful I am for the opportunity to be there in person, seeing these games and seeing these extraordinary athletes do occasionally extraordinary things. Raquel is fun. More than anything else, he's fun. You feel like you can learn something from him on every other shift. Like, oh, I didn't know that could be done that way. I didn't know it could be done this way. And then at the same time, when you think you've got him pegged as some kind of uh, fancy guy or something, he'll show you that he'll just plow his way to the front of the net and set a big old screen for a Jake Gensel goal the way he did the other night in Buffalo. In fact, he's got a natural gravitational pull toward the net, which is something that I noticed almost immediately after the trade and couldn't believe my eyes. Normally, if you've got that much skill and you have enough of a release to be able to legitimately be a threat from long range, which he is, and we've seen it, the last thing that would occur to you would be to go to the net. Think about this. Why go and get cross-checked when you can just rip one top shelf from 50 feet? Before I turn this into poetry about the guy, and believe me, I'm capable of it, the other thing I'll mention is that the Penguins are 14-1-2 as a team since, yeah, you guessed it when he's been on the line with Sid and Jake. That, of course, includes the first handful of games, almost all of which the Penguins won. And it includes almost all of the games that followed the losing streak that they had. By the way, while the first power play unit was busy working its way into the worst kind of disappointment that anyone could have anticipated going into this year, it's not a coincidence at all that ever since Raquel was moved to the first unit in place of Brian Rust, that he's got three goals and two assists on power plays alone, and the power play has suddenly scored in five consecutive games. Wherever you put him, including wherever you put him on the rink, he's going to help. What a hockey player. What an acquisition. And by the way, for those of us, myself included, who've taken shots or jabs at Ron Hextall over this or that, let's remember Hextall was the guy who found Raquel, but also who found a way to keep him in a summer where that looked like the least likely player the Penguins would be able to retain when we come back. J1Q.
on cue comes from Zachary, who says, DK, I have some odd feeling Chris Letang is going to bounce back from his rocky start after this. How about you? I'll tell you this. First off, I really liked his first game back. The tiniest of sample sizes within an 82-game NHL season. But let's start there. Second, the best Latang always has been the most focused Latang. Now, Latang and focus can be funny things because the more intense or intensive he gets, he can start squeezing the stick a little bit. He wouldn't admit this in a zillion years. I can tell you that right now. But not only do I believe it, but there are people close to him, more importantly, on the ice who believe it. But this last one's most important, I think. There's something about health issues uh, for any of us, whether they're super serious or whether they're even just things that we know are beating us up for a little while, where once you come back, there's not only uh, euphoria, there's, a, there's a, a thrill, a rush. Oh, yeah, it's great to feel normal again, that kind of thing, even from a cold. But there also can be a sense of, you know, I, I took this for granted in my life. I, I just assumed that every day I'd wake up and everything would be fine. And in Latang's case, not once but twice now, he's had a flirtation with the end of his career. And for someone who's that dedicated to his craft, it's not family. I'm not comparing it to things that really, really, really mean something in life. But hockey is very, very high on his list. And it's okay in the right context to say things like that. That for him, if he hadn't been able to play, that would have been one of the worst outcomes of his life. Right? So trying to imagine how he felt 10 days after experiencing the second stroke of his life, and then only a handful of days after having to virtually beg Mike Sullivan to just allow him to go onto the rink with his skates up in Cranberry and not to even do anything, just to be on the ice. And then to be out there in an NHL game and then to win and and play a significant role in it and come out for a twirl as one of the stars. That's I can promise you that as 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 cool as he likes to play it with stuff like this. I guarantee you that heart of his was beating a little extra hard. And I say that in the best possible way. So, yeah, Zachary, not only do I think you'll be right, I hope you'll be right. I appreciate that entry. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. And let's do another one tomorrow. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.